Welcome to Sasquatch J, my baby. I'm Dave. That's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup. That was weird. And the soup of the day is seafood gumbo. Delicious. Delicious. Are you going to murder me? <laughs> Maybe. Hi, friend. How was your week? It was good. Good. Cool. Saw babies. You saw babies. Yeah, you did. They were pretty cute babies. What did you see in your baby pictures? I saw a huge cock. <laughs> That was the doctor. It was weird. (laughs) Beautiful. I don't know. I saw babies. You saw little noses and you saw a footsie. Specifics I got, yeah. Yeah. And a hand. And you saw a hand. At one point, the hand went like this. Aww. It looked like it was scratching its chin. Maybe it has a beard. Maybe it really is your child. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Both of them, preferably. Preferably coming out with beards. (laughs) Just my children would be good. So I got clickbaited the other day. I read it. I re, uh, I read an article, and the title was "Women um, Gives Birth or Woman Has Twins Born a Month Apart." Okay, and and I was like, okay, and then so I started reading this article, and this woman's like struggling with fertility issues. I'm like, damn, this girl's gonna get some in vitro and get like double seated. Wow, this is gonna be a wild ride. Maybe she's got two uteruses, and then it's and then it's like, and she was. Um, couldn't conceive. She was having in vitro. It just wasn't working out for her even that way. And so she got put on an adoption list and then, and she got vetted and they're like, yeah, we're going to give you a fucking baby. And then she got pregnant and then she decided she was going to keep the adoption baby. And then she had her baby. It turns out the adoption baby's due date was a different date and it was a month away from that. So guess what? They weren't fucking twins. I got clickbaited and I'm so mad. And even if you weren't, it's not, it wouldn't be that weird them to be a month apart one would be premature and the other one would come out at a regular time it happens does that actually happen yeah what i thought i was reading a medical marvel article no and then it turned out to not even be twins apparently one of them was black apparently i don't know how true this is you could you could look it up people in the in the world other humans that are other humans if you choose a woman can have sex with a man, get pregnant, mm-hmm. and if they have sex, if she has sex with another man, like right after, mm-hmm. it's possible for her to get pregnant from two different men at the same time. That is true. That's more, way more weird than anything you just said. No, that's just two different eggs being inseminated. Yeah, but that's still crazy that you have twins that are from different fathers. I feel like if you're going to go into labor, both your babies are going to come out at the same time no matter what. Like yeah, they might be like a couple minutes apart, but it's not going to be a month apart. But you could have a black kid and an Asian kid come out of a white woman. Yeah. It we live in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> People have interracial sex, Dave. Why are you so amazed? Because I think races should stay together. <laughs> Not really, not really. <laughs> I'd hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy, though. There's yeah. a chance. I hope it's a slim chance mm-hmm. that one of those children isn't mine inside that lady on the couch over there. <laughs> like, I just want it so bad. I just want a half Asian baby. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> like I said before. <laughs> no, but I would just, you know. I mean, she would have cheated on me. That would have been bad. Yeah. But you'd stay with her for the And then kids. I'd have to kill that one kid because it's like a whole lion thing, right? <laughs> yeah. 
right. Nature. <laughs> Nature. What's new with you? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing? No. So the VAX, did you go? No, I didn't go because I worked all weekend. Kyle had free passes apparently. And I was like, I'm so stoked, but I only want to see the animals. And the animals are only in the daytime. Bitch. And then I was also busy in the night times. Well, actually, I wasn't busy last night. And we originally had plans, but then we did end up hanging out. So. <laughs> All right. I didn't go either. I played Zelda by myself on my DS, my 3DS from back in the day. And nice. it took me, I got all the way into the point where I was just like frustrated with it because I couldn't find the fucking tree. The deco or deco or whatever it's called. Deku. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stupid yeah. fucking tree. I didn't know where it was. Couldn't find the fucking tree. So then what I. What game were you playing? Um, or Ocarina of Time. That's so on the, the DS? Yeah. And you couldn't find the deco tree? No. Where was it's it? It's just through that, that one big opening in the village. Yeah, I went through the big opening. There's a giant tree there. No, you go in through the big opening, and then it takes you through a bunch of tunnels that brings you back to the start. The Lost Woods. Not that tunnel. What the fuck? Where the hell was I? <laughs> okay, so there's like okay. the Lost Woods. That takes you to the Forest Temple way later in the game. Yeah. And then there's an entrance that you can't go out until you beat the tree. Yeah. And then on the total opposite end of the village, from that entrance, is the entrance. It's... And you'll fight some snappy-headed dudes with a stick. No, I have my sword or already. Or your sword. Yeah. And I got, I got and my sword, I got my shield. You'll talk to the tree, he'll open his mouth, you'll go in. Okay, well, I swear to God, I was just like running around in a circle in my little village because I got my Well, tree. you didn't go to the right and spot. And I did it for like a good hour. It's like the most obvious <laughs> spot. Did you get a shield too? Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, I went to go, like, I was just done. So I was finishing it, and I couldn't remember how to... But you went as far as you could until you were too frustrated. It means you didn't even get past the tiniest first part of the game. Yeah, (laughs) for an hour. (laughs) And then I turned it off, thinking that it would automatically save, because I couldn't figure out how to save, and... Yeah. Well, luckily, you didn't make it that far. And you could redo it all yeah. in a second. <laughs> and I deleted my ex-boyfriend from like five years ago's game off of it. <laughs> and he was so much further ahead of me. But I was like, I won't need this. And, but no, I should have just picked up where he left off. <laughs> no, you couldn't have handled that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That game's awesome, though. Once you once you get past the tree. I think I might just take it out and play Spirit Tracks instead. It's easier. I don't know what that is. It's a different Zelda game. Oh. Mm-hmm. I only ever played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Oh, really? I played Wind Waker. That one was pretty fun. Court? Oh, no. She was borrowing that from somebody. I think she was playing that, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Zelda, I'm going fishing on Wednesday. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you could fish in Zelda. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm going with my grandpa. On a boat? Yeah, run for Cool. You're going to get lots of salmon. Right. You, you just... Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you can do that. Welcome to my ASMR channel. This isn't a channel. This is a podcast. This is my ASMR camp channel. Why did you just make a weird slurp sound? <laughs> people, some people like mouth sounds. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay. And disgusting. 
but i like some asmr but i also think it's really funny to make fun of it i don't know why i like it but i hate it just because you make fun of something doesn't mean you hate it that's true i make fun of you it's true but i do hate you so true see more making fun of you so cute (laughs) i'm also going fishing with my father on the second oh thank you father to joshua lake I thought you were going to say Joshua Tree. It's a Joshua Tree. <laughs> we're going to do some acid and go for a hike. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I would do that too, especially with him. He would freak the fuck out. Yeah? You don't think your dad's ever done acid before? No. I bet he has. I feel like he's your father. I know he's his had one to psychedelic experience. It was on mushrooms. Mm. He was in a bar. And he said the bar did something weird, and that was the last time he ever wanted to do psychedelics. Fair. He's done speed a bunch. <laughs> Having all of our dads. <laughs> he said he used to do speed because it was cheaper than drinking. You're not a dad if you haven't done speed. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I have to do speed. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm not even a trucker anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you got seven. No. Yeah, like seven months to do it. I can't do it while they're alive. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> But imagine how efficient I would be taking care of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's all I got. That's all you got. Want to talk about cryptozoic animals? Hell yeah. Uh, Because you only have one, do you want me to start? Yeah, as long as it's not my one. (laughs) (laughs) What is your one? Uh, I have to look. Okay. Honey Island Swamp Monster. Motherfucker. Is it actually? That's one of mine. Okay. That one's out for you. (laughs) I only chose that one because of its origins. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, son. We won't do that one. I chose it because it was the first one I clicked on. Really? This is the first time we've done the same one. That's true. So we can actually just talk about mine together if we really want. We could, but I'll do one first. Sure. I'll do... Mm. I'll do this one first. Okay. The oh, I looked it up before, but I'm not gonna try and do it again. The Maklamembe. Maklamembe. Yep. Maklamembe. It means Maklamembe. one who stops the flow of rivers. Mm. Uh, it's in the Congo. It's a water dwelling dwelling creature, or possibly a spirit. Ooh. But it's kind of like a brontosaurus. Ooh. You like dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, so in the early 20th century, people were fascinated by dinosaurs because they started finding them. Were they? Huh? Were they? Yes. Oh. I don't understand the question. <laughs> are they still? <laughs> are you fascinated by dinosaurs? No. Not anymore? No, never. Never in my life. Tell me about Jurassic Park. Well, it's a book and also a movie. What's your favorite part? Um, okay, in the second book. <laughs> oh, you don't like dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene <laughs> where they're in this like, it's like a store because they're on the other island in the second book. They're in this like obviously. store that for like the people that work there, but obviously the people don't work there anymore because the dinosaurs got out and they're looking at like this fence and they're like, is the dinosaur still out there? Is he still trying to get us? And they're like, oh, he's not there. And then all of a sudden, they notice a ripple in the fence. And it's oh, snap. a chain link fence. It's camouflaging to a chain link fence. And he's going to eat them. And I liked that a lot. 
That's like the the new movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, there's two new movies now. Mm-hmm. I feel like first I watched one. the second new one, but I don't remember it. I have not seen it yet, so no spoilers, please. I don't even remember it, so it's fine. All right, so uh, this thing is thought to be one of many still living dinosaurs. It's made it through time. Well, if it's in the Congo. Yeah. It could be. Exactly. Um, It became the focal point of cryptozoology and young earthers. What's a young earther? People who think the earth's only like 2,000 years old. Oh, yeah. (laughs) People are (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Well, rude. That's our listen listeners all right so anyway young earthers would fund expeditions for these cryptozoologists to prove their own beliefs can i pause for a second of course so i feel like i can admit this now and i don't know if i've admitted this on the podcast yet Mm. um but when michael and i were still together and he would make me really mad i would sign him up for flat earth (laughs) (laughs) really yeah and then he, I would hear him going, what the fuck, from the other room when he started getting the welcome messages and then subscribing. Did you just say flat earthers or young earthers? Flat earth. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. I thought you said young earthers. Though. Well, now I've got a new idea, but I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. So you could send it over. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that guy who signed us up for the FBI thing. I love it. It's probably the FBI guy. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Show yourself. All right, so uh, paleontologist Donald Prothero said... Prothero? Yep. Okay. Maybe. The only people looking (laughs) for the Mokle Membe are creationist ministers, not wildlife biologists. So he's calling them out. Fair enough. Uh, 1909 was the first mention of this creature, and it was in the autobiography of a big game hunter named Carl Hagenbeck. Hagenbeck? Hagenbeck, yes. Carl. Uh, He had a bunch of sources. Um, Most people said it lived in Rhodesia and was described as half elephant, half dragon. Wait, Rhodesia is a real place? I guess so. Is that where the dogs are from? What dogs? Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Probably. Oh. (laughs) I don't know the names of dogs. Light bulb in my head. (laughs) Uh, naturalist. What's a naturalist? Uh, they like nature. That's they study job. nature, I guess. Well, maybe. Uh, Joseph Menge. Wait, we've talked about that really? guy before. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, he told Hagenbeck some stories. Uh, Joseph. Uh-huh. M-E-N-G-E-S. Oh, no, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking of Joseph Mengele. <laughs> oh, the angel of death? <laughs> Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Joseph Mengele? Yeah. <laughs> Mengele, right? Joseph Mengele. No, the other one. Oh, yeah, it's M-E-N-G-E-S. Yeah, when I look that up, I just get Joseph Mengele. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dude who's experimented on Jewish people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did talk about him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we have. <laughs> if we didn't talk about him, we talked about him in history class at least. <laughs> yes. No one on the podcast was there for that, but I'm sure they had school. <laughs> <laughs> they know who he is for <laughs> sure. I assume. Everyone does. <laughs> anyway. Um, a man named Hans 
Gruber. Schromberg. Close. Schromberg. Mm-hmm. Um, told him a story about being at Lake Benguela. And he noticed that there weren't any hippos. And the native guide was like, there's no hippos because the monster keeps eating them. <gasps> it's big enough to eat a hippo? It's a brontosaurus-sized animal. Okay. But it can't be a brontosaurus. Right? They don't eat they don't eat meat. Yeah. They don't have the right teeth. Exactly. Uh, another thing was in 1913, German captain Ludwig Freiherr von Stein zu Lausnitz. I'm going to be honest. I really like the name Ludwig. And I think you should name one of your babies that. No. <laughs> Middle name? No. Last name? Yes. <laughs> With a hyphen. <laughs> it's a drum set. Hyphen Mangala? <laughs> Ludwig is a drum company. Oh, cool. Anyway, so he was a captain. And he was surveying German colonies, which now is Cameroon. And he heard uh, stories of a giant reptile... Uh, under the name, whatever the fuck its name is. Um, and he trusted his native guides. And now I have a thing that says, read quote in phone. What's your quote in your phone? Let's find it. Tell me, Dave. I'm trying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where is it? I don't know how to find the thing. There it is. That's the wrong one. I have two quotes. Save. Uh, na, 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 na. All right. This is a long quote. Okay. Oh, damn, that's a long quote, bitch. So he wrote, The animal is said to be brownish-gray color with smooth skin. Its size is approximately that of an elephant. So not not a size of a brontosaurus. Okay. A brontosaurus is real. Yes. Wasn't there that whole thing where they weren't real for a while? No. I think that was a thing. Maybe that was like... Like a recent thing. Christians. It was like, oh, that's not an actually a real animal. And oh, like, because like maybe a bone was found with another one and they're yeah, like. Mm, they put it together. That might be possibly a thing, but I'm pretty sure they're, they're a thing. I don't know. I'll look it up later. Yeah. Probably. I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that of a hippopotamus. It is said to. Oh, shit. It is said to have long and a uh, long and very flexible neck and only one tooth. Just but very, one. But a very long one. <laughs> one very long tooth. Some say it's a horn. That makes more sense. A <laughs> uh, few spoke about a long muscular tail that that of an alligator. Canoes coming near it are said to be doomed. The animal is said to attack the vessels at once and to kill and to kill the crews but without eating the bodies. Is it perhaps a rhinoceros? Or an alligator. I don't know. The creature is said to live in caves, but have been washed out, or that have been washed out by the river in the clay or its shores at sharp bends. Oh, okay. Um, it's said to climb the shores even at daytime in search of food. Its diet is said to be entirely vegetable. Uh, this feature disagrees with the possible explanations as a myth, because other people said it eats things. Uh, the preferred plant was shown to me. It's kind of. It's a kind of liana with large white blossoms and a milky sap and apple-like fruits. At the Sumbo River, I was shown a path said to have been made by the animal uh, in order to get its food. Um, The path was fresh and there were plants of the described type nearby. But since there are too many tracks of elephants, hippos, and other large mammals, it is impossible to make out 
a particular spore without with any amount of certainty. That's what he said. Ooh. Next. Alfred Smith. Uh, he worked for a British trading company now called Gabon in the late 1800s. Uh, he mentions animals called the Jagonini and the Amali, which are possibly the same creature. And in his 1927 memoir, he wrote, back to the phone. Uh, he wrote in like his own weird speech. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> it's like, I, and behind the Cameroon, there's, li- there's things living we know nothing about. I could have made a book about many things. The Jagonini, they say, is still in the swamps and rivers. Giant diver, it means. This dude doesn't know how to write. Comes out of water and devours people. Old men will tell you what their grandfather saw, but, they'll, but they still believe it's there. Same as the Amali. I've always taken it to be. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Uh, I've seen the Amali's footprint, about the size of a good frying pan and some circumference, and three claws instead of five. He sounds like my crazy uncle that told me he was trying to make cold fusion in his garage. <laughs> that is crazy. I think you've mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> it's my only reference to a crazy uncle, so. Hmm. What was he really doing? Smoking weed and looking at rocks. Makes sense. There was also people living in the hills long before us, according to him, and those were the rocks that they left behind, and only he could see them. And my degree was stupid because the government was trying to brainwash me. This guy should get on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he is a really good gardener, though. Grown weed? No, like tomatoes <laughs> and like vegetables. Weed. <laughs> weed. <Yeah>. Tomato plants. <laughs> so I heard that shit growing up. Um, It's legal to have a plant nowadays. Uh-huh. And my mom's going to get mad for me saying this because my mom's a very nice lady. Um, but one of our neighbors gave her a plant and she's been like fostering it and taking care of it. But my dad's also growing tomatoes. And I noticed the last time that I was there that they took them out of like the main part of the yard with the tomatoes where they're getting like all sun like attacked and stuff into like a nice fenced off like pretty area where the dogs can't get at them and just left the tomatoes to die. <laughs> Well, what's more important? Well, I don't know. My dad makes really good salsa. It's mm. called it's called Hot Darlene's. It's real good. Why is it called that? Because it's spicy. And some lady named Darlene made the recipe. And I think she's just like an average like lady around their age or older. And But he prints off his own labels of this big breasted blonde lady. To put on. <laughs> oh, They're awesome. fantastic. I like that. Your dad's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in 2001... BBC had a TV series, Congo. A group of some kind of pygmies figured that it was a rhino. But there was no rhinos in that area. I know. So this possibly makes it a mix of mythology and folk memory of a time when there was rhinos there. Oh, kind of like going back to our episode where we did the Hawaii um, exactly. thingies, the, yep. the momos. Is that what they were? No, Momo is the thing on the internet. Moo Moo. No. Ma'o. Ma'o's. Ma'o's. Yeah, and Ma'o's. also, I think it was the bunny ips. Yes. It was the same thing in Australia. Exactly. 
All right. Recently, August and September of 2018, Langsgrieve of Knutherborg, which means the Count of Knutherborg, which is like a Danish thing, I guess. Adam Christoph Knuth uh, went with a DNA scientist and DR, which is Danish Broadcasting Corporation. They went to Lake Tele in Congo uh, in search of this animal. Guess what they found? A rhino. Nope. A well, white rhino. No. A white bat. No. Bat guano. No. <laughs> they found, they didn't find the dinosaur, but they did find some green al- algae that nobody knew existed. Cute. So that's exciting. That's a new species. <laughs> I'd call that a success. Is, is it the poisonous kind that kills dogs? I don't know. Mm. It's actually the poisonous kind that helps dogs and kills cats. Nailing it. It gives, makes dogs super strength. <laughs> and they kill the cats. And dinosaurs. That's why there's dinosaurs. <laughs> this green algae breeds them. It's like the lost world. Exactly. <laughs> a lost land. Land of the lost. That's what I'm thinking of. Whatever it is. I failed that. The Lost World is a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Slash uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle book. Yeah. Uh, what? No, that's Land of the Lost. Or no, it's the Lost World. Really? Yeah, I just read it when I was looking these things up today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to talk about Honey Island Swamp Monsters? Sure. All right, so feel free to jump in since you did all the research, too. I only did a half page. Okay, well, I did this many pages. I just did it to literally get You're just like, I just want people to know. <laughs> yeah. Need to know. All right, so... This is called the Honey Island Swamp Monster, also known as the Louisiana. I didn't get any of that. Oh, the Louisiana Wookiee. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I should have done more research. So it's often blamed for the death of livestock and the disappearance of children. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People shouldn't be leaving their kids out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, in Louisiana, uh, it's, so it's a Louisiana folklore. With stories dating back to 1963. Which isn't very far. Except for it goes back further from the the origin story. That's good. I literally just have what that one dude saw in 1963 and then how they originated. All right. So it's a seven foot. Are you talking about how they originated back then? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Just keep talking. Yeah. All right. Nailing it so far. (laughs) Nailing it. Seven foot tall bipedal, um, but it could be up to eight feet tall and weighs between 400 and 500 pounds. Has matted gray hair or brown fur. You're triple checking we're recording, are you? Yes. <laughs> has a red or yellow eyes that are almost reptilian. Whoa. It also has three webbed toes. And one theory is that it's Sasquatch that has evolved to his environment to have uh, webbed toes. I like that because mm-hmm. he lives in a swamp. Yeah, and he smells of death, but some people attribute to the fact that to the fact that he lives in a stinky swamp. Yeah, <laughs> the first Who invented swamps. Yeah, their shit. <laughs> the first sighting was by an air traffic control officer named Harlan Ford in 1963. He had taken up wildlife photography, but the monster um, didn't actually gain national traction until him and his friend Bill Mills found. Uh, Footprints. footprints. Yeah, footprints in the ground. And they returned to create a uh, plaster cast of the footprints. 
Another man named Ted Williams says Wait, he... hold on. They also found a wild boar with its throat oh, ripped yes. out. I forgot that part. I forgot that part. That's fine. I got your back. Because Continue. I skipped to page three because I didn't do these in order. I didn't realize page two is over here. Sorry. Um, with the mutilated body of a wild boar. <laughs> For six long years, they hunted the creature. And then in 1980, after Ford, uh, Ford's death, a Super 8 film showing the creature was found in his possession. Uh, which now I actually have to skip over here because I have some more stuff on that. Um, you can see this video on YouTube. Um, it was found by his daughter, Dana, who is making a documentary uh, when she found the film. Skeptics say that it, the film couldn't be from his 1963 wildlife excursion where he was doing his photography thing because the Kodak didn't actually come out with the 8 millimeter, uh, or sorry, the super, yeah, the super 8 millimeter. That's what it is, yeah, until 1965. Oh, snap. Holes in the story. But then his wife in 19, uh, his wife claimed that it was actually um, filmed in 1977. So it's just not the oldest Bigfoot footage. But. But it is. Yeah, but it is. But it is footage. Did you watch it? Yes. It was okay. Four or five. But then, so people like criticizing it see that there's actually a jump at it at the beginning of the film that implies that he was waiting for someone to start. And so he started filming and then stopped to give him the direction mm. and then started again. So there's like a, and that was a common technique in filmmaking at that time. Uh, mm. Interesting. Yeah. And then at the beginning, the subject looks like they're waiting for a direction as well. So people are like, hmm, okay, really? Damn you, Harlan. Yeah. Broke my heart. <laughs> so back to this one. Um, so let's talk about that folklore story of the origins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so legend has it in the 20th century, a train... The early 20th century. The early 20th century. <laughs> it's a big Sometime century. Sometime <laughs> in like 100 years... <laughs> A train carrying a traveling circus's um, exotic animals derailed, and all the animals escaped into the swamp. Dear God. Including a group of chimpanzees that interbred with the alligators, creating the honey swamp monster. Or honey, honey island. island. <laughs> swamp monster. I fucking love that. <laughs> so, Monster High also has a character called Honey Swamp, who's the daughter of the Ooh. Honey Island Swamp Monster. Tell yeah. me about it. Well, Mattel just made her and put her on the show and was like, hey, do you want to be a teen girl that cares about lipsticks, boyfriends, and going to school? Cool. <laughs> Okay. monsters now all the girls that are like i'm not like all those girls that like barbie can watch my show also made by mattel so they can be like all the girls that like barbie just with fangs <laughs> <laughs> you doing okay there that was fantastic <laughs> so there was another witness named ted williams and he said he saw the creature multiple times so he believes that there's many of them not just one he thinks that um, that they had the opportunity, or that he had the opportunity to kill them, but he didn't because he didn't believe they're out to harm him. However, one day Ted took his boat out to check his trout lines and was never seen again. I got big trout in Louisiana, but they got him. Yeah, the trout got him. 
Um, but here's the thing. I decided to look up. Um, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I tried to look up Tad Williams and be like, Ted Williams disappearance, Louisiana, mark, uh, question mark, mm-hmm. in, on Google. And I couldn't find any evidence of him disappearing with his trout lines. I was like, okay. Well, what year was it? It didn't specify. It just said trout lines. And never said like when he was searching for it? No. He just said that he had seen it a bunch of times. And then he disappeared never to be seen again after checking his trout lines. So it's possible that he doesn't even exist? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't find any like source material other than some guy being like, well, Ted Williams fucking saw it. And then he went out to go check his, within his boat and then the monster got him. <laughs> We'd like to talk to Ted. No, no, he disappeared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> and nothing to do with the fact that he owed his ex-wife alimony, but Gone. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there was a forest worker that by the same name that died last year at the age of 62. So good job for that, Ted Williams. Nice. But he did not go out to his trout lines. He just died of being 62. I don't think you should die from being 62. <laughs> so. That's not that old. It's not old at all. It's funny because when I was young, I thought that was so old because my grandparents died, I guess, fairly young now in like retrospect. But my parents are in their late, my dad's 60. And I'm like, he's nowhere near dying. <laughs> he better not fucking be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's it's also because we're like 30, and that's we're almost halfway. We're halfway we're there. We're halfway there. We're halfway to there. Halfway to death. <laughs> halfway to dying at 62. I'm having a midlife crisis. <laughs> so there's also a Williams Ted, a Baton Rouge, a bankruptcy lawyer. <laughs> And also a baseball player that was born in 1918 and died in 2002 who played for the Red Sox in 1939. But he was from San Diego, so I don't think he's the same guy. And it was 1939. That he played for the Red Sox. He was still alive up until 2002. He could have been in Louisiana looking for those swamp monsters. That one dude was in Louisiana. He said Baton Rouge. Yeah. That's Louisiana. That's William Ted. William's Ted, though. Maybe the dude was just confused. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, how did he die? Oh, he's not no, dead. No, he's not dead. He's very much alive, that Uh-oh. guy. So he didn't die of checking his trail lines. <laughs> he, got, he died of being a lawyer. <laughs> a heart attack from stress? Yeah. Or stabbed by a person he fucked? So the granddaughter, Dana Hoyfield, also has an official website with photographs of her grandfather with the footprints. Um, the website is technically for her documentaries and book series um, that she has about the swamp monster and her grandfather. Um, apparently, is she making it is it a success? Like, has she made any money off these documentaries and books? Okay, I I mean, looking at it, I wanted to order the book and read it. Hmm. Probably not very good. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if I ask if I can review it, she can send you one. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had publishers do that before. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You should definitely do that. It's fun. Um, anyways, but at one point, she admits that a hunter did find a track glued to the bottom of a footprint trying to, like, bring down her papa's name. Um, uh. Yeah. So the show has also... Uh, not the show. The story has also been featured on lots of shows, such as Fact or Faked and Swamp People. Um, and that's all. Nice. Cool. I like the origin story. Yeah, I like the origin story, too. I like too. the image of monkeys fucking alligators. Yeah. When I was reading it, I was there. like, I feel like I know this. Like, have we talked about this? 
And I was worried that we had already done it. (laughs) But I feel like I might have just seen it like a a story similar to that, like on a TV show. Yeah, probably. Or, yeah. Yep. Probably like American Horror Story or something. Probably Freak Show season. Well, there was a season where they were in Louisiana. The witch one. Maybe that too. Wait, Louisiana. That's where New Orleans is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot they had, um, oh, what's Kathy her name? Bates? No, yeah, Kathy Bates, but what's her name? Um, Lori, Laura, Lori, Madam, Laurie, Adams. Uh, they had that, the Axeman in New Orleans in it. Yeah, and they also had the chick that, like, murdered all those slaves and tortured them and killed them. Didn't we talk about her? Yes, Kathy on a, Bates. On a murder episode? Maybe. So that's Kathy Bates' character. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Madam Laurie. Madam Laurie. Maybe? I don't Could know. Could be. It's going to kill me. And someone at home is screaming right now, like the actual name. <laughs> like, Kate, why are you so stupid? And I'm like, I don't know. Because I feel like I don't know. All right. You got another one for me, friend? What's your favorite dinosaur? The Tyrannosaurus Rex? Dilophosaurus, but yeah, sure. Which one's that? The one that has the face that goes like this. Oh, right, right. The one that kills Newman. Yeah. There's no evidence that they actually spit acid, though. I don't think it spat acid at Newman. It was just just gooey, oily shit that got in his face. I think it's acidic in the book. Well, not in the movies. Nobody reads books, Kate. (sighs) Go fuck yourself. The only book I read is the one that I write notes in. The only one I read is the book of the Lord. I also read a book about how to be a father. Did you? Actually? Um, I've been reading it. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> what does it say? Like, Well, it's the expectant father, so not how to be a father, how to deal with her while she's dealing with doing her shit. Well, that sounds like a self-help book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you couldn't figure that out on your own? No. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm going to read Tell a book about pretty. how to raise Rub twins. Her feet. No, not that kind of shit. <laughs> it's like what to expect while expecting, but for dudes. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to read that. I'm just You're not a dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, when I have a kid, I'm not going to read any Anything? books. Yeah, I'm just going to go for it. See if I figure it out. It's like a cat would. But <laughs> no, because it's kind of nice to like the little details, yeah. like how you're not supposed to sleep on your back. Yeah, because it can pinch your nerve and you can die. And so can the babies. Yeah. That's weird. And like other things. But that's why you get a snoogle. What's a snoogle? It's a special pregnancy pillow. You're so talking that, about that thing? Do you have one? Is it the big U? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maternity pillow. Yeah. Yeah, I bought one. Cool. For I you use, or her? I use it. <laughs> she named it Pants. Pants. Because it looks like a giant pair of pants. I follow a guy on Twitter called Rick Pants. Uh-huh. And I think he followed me at some point. And I don't know. But he's like one of those guys that just like likes everything. Like he's just oh, like so your number confidence one. confidence booster. Yeah. He's just like your number one supporter. And he doesn't even know me. And I'm like, <laughs> but I know who he is because he's like the only person that likes my stuff. <laughs> I used to like your stuff, but then yeah. I didn't put Twitter on my new phone. Yeah, cool. And I didn't check Twitter for like six months before that either. Whatever. Twitter's dead, man. <sighs> Not it's according about, to Trump. It's all about TikTok now. <laughs> How come TikTok made a comeback? Um, because if you follow Christina Pajitsky, yeah, 
her TikTok curations are fantastic. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, it went away, and then it came back. All I know is that she just gets a bunch of weird people uh-huh. in her feed, and she shares them with everybody, and it's fantastic. Let's see if she has any. Fun. They're fa- fucking great. All right, Court. Do you right. post TikToks? No, I just follow her on Instagram. Uh, I don't think she has any new ones. But they're great. And they're like Tony the Tiger great. All right, let's talk about the Kasai. Kasai. Is that how you say that? Rex. It is from the De- Democratic Republic of the Congo, which is different than the Congo, oh. apparently. Apparently, those are two different places. Are they? Learned that today. Hmm. Which one I is mean, the one that has all the war? I don't know. Because <laughs> I know one of them's a bad place to go. All I know is I was looking at a map. And it said there's Cameroon, and there's the Congo, and then there's Democratic Republic of the Congo. Was, Are they touching? Yes. Okay. So one of those. Probably the Congo, I would guess, has more war than the Democratic place. I don't know. Me either. It might be Democratic because of all the war. <laughs> all right. But in this country, there is a Tyrannosaurus type dinosaur but it's more likely a spinosaurus oh uh, abelsaurus the spinosaurus people were really Karchonibasaurus. mad people were really mad in jurassic park 3 why? when they made the spinosaurus the main dinosaur instead of the tyrannosaurus why because it's just not true not as cool i don't even think the spinosaurus is in the books okay but the tyrannosaurus was never the main character either it's yeah. all about the velociraptors that's true it was, but the T-Rex is just so fucking cool that you can't. Well, it saves the day. Yeah. It saves the day against the Spinosaurus, too. Yeah. So, there you go. But they tried to make the Spinosaurus seem like a big baddie. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the the first new one, what was that one called? Uh, That was like a weird hybrid. That's not a real dinosaur. No, what they was it genetically called? Like Andromeda? It was like Andromosaurus? Andromeda Samsung. <laughs> like, right. It was literally named after like... <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Um, yeah, but it took the whole camouflage thing from that book you read. Mm-hmm. All right, so but 1932. The third book, or the third movie also takes the aviary scene from the books as well, too. There's no third book. Michael Crichton died before he could write that masterpiece. Good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. I said good riddance. No. <laughs> I had to say rip. Like, pour one out for my dead homie. Not on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a Swedish hunter in 1932 named John Johnson. Possibly <laughs> Johansson. <laughs> okay. I hope. But... They said Johnson. John Johnson. We went to school. With a John Johnson? Elementary school for like a year with a John Johnson. Actually? Yeah, we made fun of him a lot for it. Really? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Who names their kid that? I wonder what he's up to these days. I don't know. Hmm. Changed his name a I lot. don't remember going to school with a John ever. Never? No. John Stinson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad's friends with his dad. <laughs> All right, so anyway, John decided to go hunting for an elephant with his servant, Mm -hmm. which is pretty lame. 
Anyway, so they left Cape Town. They crossed the swamp until they reached the savanna in the Kasai Valley. Uh, they couldn't find any animals. Maybe it's like acai. Maybe. Kasai? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I like that. that. I'll call it that. That's sexy. I like so it. they got to the Kasai Valley in the savanna. It's got so many antioxidants. <laughs> Uh, they couldn't find any animals. What? There's none. Where were and they? All of a sudden, two elephants. Oh, <gasps> two of them. Two elephants. Where did they come from? And they were like, "Why is there only two elephants? There's supposed to be a whole pack of elephants. Like a hundred. Like a lot. Like how many elephants like are in a herd? Seven thousand. Seven thousand in a herd. At least seventy million. Seventy million elephants. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> there was only two. <laughs> this podcast is only funny to us. Yeah. <laughs> But then they noticed something stalking the elephants. And it jumped high into the air. John froze. His servant dove into the bush. He was aiming at an elephant at the time, and he took aim on the Kasai Rex. (laughs) (laughs) He shot three times. He only hit it once in the back, but it made it run off. So, like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We just saw a dinosaur. So they're going across the, 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 the swamp. Mm-hmm. And then they hear a splash. Splish, splash. Splish, splash. <laughs> Welcome to our splish, splash. Back. And they're like, it's probably crocodiles. But they couldn't find any crocodiles. And all of a sudden, 22 meters away, they see... Two crocodiles. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Kasai Rex eating... A rhino. And it took off a leg in one bite. I wonder what rhino tastes like. Pig. Really? <laughs> Everything tastes like chicken. Chicken. Uh, the servant ran away. John froze again. He's like, I'm going to shoot this thing again. And he realized the servant had the gun who ran away. What a little bitch. But he had a camera. He snapped a photo. Do you have a photo? There is a photo. What? I'll show you later. <laughs> It, uh, it heard the f- camera go off, and it sank into the swamp, disappeared. So he returned to camp, told all the people, he's like, it's reddish in color with a black colored stripe, stripes. Oh, it's got stripes? Has a long snout and numerous teeth, and he's like, it's a, it's a T-Rex. He also a stripey started, T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. T- it's like half tiger. Damn. Its legs were thick, and it reminded him of a lion built for speed. Okay. Very exciting. Did it have a big head and a little arms? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Let's fast forward to the beginning of 1933. Not even a year later. Okay. Five hunters decide they're going to kill this thing. They figured he's just crazy. It's a big crocodile, but it's a really big crocodile. And we're going to get it. We're going to get its skin. And we're going to sell it. I was thinking they were going to make some jerky. That too. So they crossed the same swamp. And all of a sudden, one of them sees a reddish tail sink into the swamp. They're like, oh shit, it's an anaconda. It's going to get us. anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, huns. Exactly. You do set bins or sit-ups. But please don't lose that butt. <laughs> mm. All right. So they're sitting there waiting. Mm-hmm. They're like, shit, this is an anaconda. Tension builds in the air. Okay. They get their guns ready. All of a sudden, from the left... A wave comes at them. Following this wave, a giant tail smashes one of the men into the water. 
four men left standing. Start shooting. They hit nothing. Uh, then they hear a roar from come come from under the water, and they all start running. But they're blocked by the giant beast. Half of its body's out of the water over here. The other half is in the water over here. Totally blocks their way. They manage to run away the other way, and hide in a bunch of rocks, I guess. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the thing left. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the the best note to end the podcast on ever. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right, bye friends. <laughs>